Yes, yes, team. Another episode of the Total Mental Performance Podcast. This week's a little bit different. So I'm just back off of my latest digital detox. I've been away for last week in Zanzibar, which is an island off of East Africa, and I've had zero work. And I say work with quotation marks because I genuinely believe the puzzles that we get to solve genuinely feels like play every single day. I talk a lot about digital detoxes with my clients and ultimately they're a way of just disconnecting from the information overload that we're having all of the time for our electronics. And that doesn't necessarily have to be you switch your phone off for the whole time, but at very least disconnecting from the various different information sources that are constantly hitting your mind uh, and causing you to get distracted and get stuck. Um, so today I'm going to be talking about a little bit about my trip and some of the learnings and the reflections that I've been doing, because ultimately downtime equals uptime. And I might sound like a broken record, I say it time and time again, but in order to be creative, in order to pick up new perspectives, in order to be the best coaches and entrepreneurs that you can be, you do need to slow down. Working and working and working and working, it, it has its place, but every, most people looking, listening to this podcast don't have that puzzle. So let's talk about digital detoxes. What are they? So I try and do one every Saturday and that is leaving my work phone away. So I have two separate phones. I have my personal phone, which my friends, my family, and everybody close to me can always get hold of me on no matter what. It's always there. And then I have my work phone. So on my work phone, that is where my work Instagram app is. That's where my work Facebook, my work emails, uh, all of there is all about TMP and everything that I'm doing that as well as my client private clients. So when I'm taking a digital detox, I literally switch that phone off and I'm out. And I'm not messaging clients, I'm not doing DMs, I'm not shooting content, I'm just off. And that's giving me my mind and my body that time to recover and bounce back. Away on this trip, I literally logged out of all of my work emails. I deleted Instagram, deleted Facebook, deleted all of the work stuff and had zero communication with ultimately the outside world. So this is my first solo trip. I've never traveled on my own before. And that was a completely, actually that's, that's, I mean, that's not true. I have traveled on my own to various different cities for, you know, a few days at a time. I also traveled a lot on my own when I was working in software sales, going to meetings and going to conferences and trips. But this is the first time I've traveled to a big, different place by myself. And that is where going to an East African island, bearing in mind, I've not really done much of Africa before, that was just a completely different ball game. The amount of space that I had to go away and think and process and doing something like that for eight days was just, it was just amazing. I was able to explore the, so Zanzibar is a smaller island. It's a part of Tanzania, which is uh, the mainland country. And uh, they have a, a main city, which is Stonetown. Uh, so I spent a couple of days there. I went out into the forest, seeing monkeys, uh, swimming with turtles, walking along the beaches at sunset. Uh, and I still managed to get three solid gym sessions in as well. Uh, and ultimately just had an absolutely incredible time. What I found was just creating that space just allowed me to process, allowed me to process what I'm up to, what I'm doing, why am I doing things, processing any puzzles that were stuck in my mind, just writing and writing and writing. I probably wrote about 50 pages in my journal and an A4 journal as well. Um, and just creating all of that space it's just allowed me to come back with a completely different perspective on not only TMP and strategically where we're going, but also myself as an individual. I'm really exploring different ideas 
Um, it's been amazing. It's been absolutely incredible. And just being stood here today, I just feel like I have so much energy, so much excitement for me on the last day before uh, flying home. I was actually itching to get back to TMP, not out of anxiety or scarcity or fear or I've got all these things to do, but out of excitement. I get to come back to this life. I get to come back to coaching. I get to come back to helping people. And I'm just so incredibly grateful. And it was interesting because I was reflecting with one of my mentors literally the week before I left. And the conclusion I came to is I'm the happiest I've ever been in all of my years, in my entire existence of Kieran. And it was really odd. It was really, really strange coming to that realization. I think a lot of it has got to do with meaning and purpose. I genuinely believe that, you know, as Nietzsche says, he who has a why can bear anyhow. Having found a meaning, having found a purpose and also found something that I'm pretty good at, having that balance, it's just, it, it doesn't really matter what's going on in the outside world. You just kind of find a way. Um, absolutely loving it. When I hear clients say things like that to me, which often they do, particularly when they've gone through with us for four and a half to six to seven to eight months, they say, I think this is the most productive. I think this is the happiest, the most connected I've ever felt. This is where I do something called a momentum ingredients list. Because really, most of us are looking for flow state. We're looking for momentum, we're looking for happiness, connection, uh, and ultimately freedom. And that doesn't mean there isn't pain. That doesn't mean there isn't struggle. It's just your ability to handle that pain, that struggle is in a much, much stronger position. So anyone that's worked with me and that's reached this point, they'll know that I literally stop everything that they're doing. And we take very, very, very detailed notes for all of the inputs. So I did mine and uh, I thought I'd share because some of this might be helpful. Some of it you might think you're absolutely mental. Um, but here are some of the inputs. And if things are going for you, re going really well for you right now, then I would strongly recommend just taking a look over the ingredients that you've got going on right now. So for me, I've been sleeping a minimum of seven hours. It's very, very simple, but it's been very helpful. My supplementation stack has been omega-3s and organic multivit, uh, zinc, B vitamins, and ginkgo biloba in the mornings. Uh, and then before bed, magnesium and ashwagandha. I've been training hard, an mi absolute minimum, three times a week, but probably averaging about four or five sessions a week. Uh, I've now been getting my meals prepped and that has saved me so much bandwidth, so much energy where I can actually spend time and decisions elsewhere on TMP versus what am I going to eat? How am I going to eat? I need to cook. I need to get the ingredients. And I'm eating between 2,500 and 2,700 calories a day. I'm journaling every day. I'm getting about two 10 minute jogs um, or a, a boxing session in once a week. Uh, meaningful work, helping people solve puzzles. I'm very, very, very passionate about. I'm having my king days on Wednesdays afternoons. So just that time to completely disconnect. No work, again, switching the work phone off. And I'm either going for walks, I'm uh, usually at a beach or a beach club or at taking my time at the gym, sitting at the pool, just really slowing down. Also having Saturdays off completely. So again, switching off that work phone, just being present. Sometimes I wanna go out and explore. Sometimes I'll do absolutely nothing, that's totally fine. And something I've been doing that's quite interesting is setting zero expectations to work on Sunday. So I used to work Sundays uh, religiously every week. What I've now started doing is going, well, if I want to work, I can. If I don't want to work, I'm going to park that. And that's been really, really, really helpful. I've also learned that typically four heavy meetings or client sessions a day is my maximum. Before I was doing six, seven, eight, sometimes even nine. Um, but if I can 
stay disciplined and I stick to those four meetings a day on Mondays, Tuesdays, Thursdays, uh, Fridays, typically my energy is much, 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 much better. Financial clarity, that's been very, very, very important. So what I mean by that, understanding profit and loss, understanding our budgets, understanding the targets that we're aiming to hit, uh, and then also understanding the financial runway. I think a lot of coaches get stressed about it all coming crashing down because they don't have financial clarity. They don't understand their profit and loss. They don't understand how much money they're making, where they want to be. But then also, if everybody left tomorrow and they kept their cost exactly the same, how long that would run for? Nobody's actually, not many coaches are looking into that detail. Now, one of my mentors has been drilling my financial education this year to such a deep degree. So uh, at least once a month, we're looking at our financial forecast. So what do we think is going to happen this month and next month? We're looking at our cash in the balance, our profit and loss. That has been such a game changer. Uh, and we've, I've actually been drilling that probably for the last six to nine months now. And just as a, as a business leader, having your understanding of the numbers and the risks that you can take, absolute game changer. Uh, I have a cut, work cut off at 2 a.m. I'm typically sleeping 2.30 a.m. till about 10 a.m., starting work at 2 p.m. until about 10 p.m. Um, and I've found that that rhythm for me has worked really well. I'm not a great morning person. So for me, I don't have that energy and that clarity to get shit done. So working in and sleeping in that way has really, really changed the game. And then I do have another little work sprint, 12 a.m. to about 2 a.m. Uh, and then wind down for bed. So that's been quite helpful. Strategic clarity. So understanding, well, what are we doing with TMP? What is it that we're, we're trying to get to? And understanding what the priorities are in the business. So right now, it's about putting systems and team in place whilst scaling our academy and ultimately taking that to a completely different league. That's the current strategic clarity. Um, our one-to-one -one is near enough always fully booked. If not, <laughs> it's usually only a wait time of about two or three weeks. So the one-to-one, -one it's, it's, it's very just organic. That's just running. It's really the academy. We're exploring and tinkering and toying and enjoying the puzzles with that. I have a solid boardroom of advisors. I actually have two mindset coaches myself, one for my personal life and then one for my business life. And on top of that, I've got, he's not actually a business mentor. He, that's not something that he does. He's not a coach, but he is a advisor to the boards of some of the biggest companies in the world, as well as some other technology businesses that he's invested in. So he's an angel investor. He's a consultant. He's a management consultant. Um, and I'm very, very, very lucky that he's given me the time and the attention that he has over the last five years. Um, on top of that, we've got, you know, a marketing consultant overlooking what we're doing. We're looking... We've, got, we've actually got, I think, eight advisors. I've also got Kirk Miller in my boardroom for my physical training. But ultimately what this means is, no matter what happens, shit hits the fan, I'm able to call someone and there'll always be somebody that can help me answer that puzzle. Uh, my physical home and work environment has been incredible. My support network of friends and sparring partners has been great, both in real life and online. I found a climate that works for me, donating to charity every month. And I've just built an incredible team around me. So I'm not always going to be happy. I'm not always going to be connected. I'm not always going to be, you know, in this place. I'm, I'm aware of that. This doesn't last forever. This too shall pass, just as the bad things too shall pass. But if I ever get lost, if I ever get stuck, this momentum ingredients list is something that I can go back to and just have a look. And I can check in. Am I sleeping? Am I eating properly? Have I got enough food in the tank? Have I got a good boardroom around me? Am I doing meaningful work? 
Am I taking my supplements? Very, very, very simple things. And when you start to understand, ah, oh, okay, some of these key ingredients are missing, you put them back in, often you can get back to peak performance a lot quicker than you realize. Um, so that was some, uh, something I thought I'd share. I also spent an afternoon just journaling. And you might think, bloody hell, Kieran, you're on holiday. Don't you do enough journaling? But just being present and listening to music. And it was amazing, the clarity, the ideas I was able to come up. I actually spent a, a good hour contemplating, well, what is freedom? Um, how does freedom work? And understanding, well, how does that play into what we do? And I genuinely believe that what TMP helps provide is psychological and mental freedom. You can have the body, you can have the car, you can have the money, you can have the business, you can have all of these things. But if your perspective is warped, or if you cannot actually stop and slow down and enjoy what you're doing or tap into that meaning or into that purpose or manage overwhelm and stress and insecurity, what is the point? It's all irrelevant because you're operating out of protection and scarcity, not abundance and growth. So that was quite fun. And I wasn't always free. In the past, I had the external metrics of success, uh, but I just couldn't escape the inability to accept my own suffering. And financial freedom is useless without psychological freedom, in my opinion. And that's really where I started to crystallize. Well, what is TMP about? And I genuinely believe it is psychological freedom and connection. Because when you have freedom of mind and you have connection, the performance outcomes are just a byproduct. And ultimately, as Jim Carr says, which is just so fascinating, which is his meaning of life is enjoying the passage of time. And I often harp on about death and ultimately, do we wish to spend this existence either relishing our suffering, enjoying suffering, enjoying the puzzles and the stresses and going, you know what, fuck it, let's find a way, let's have fun. Or instead, do we want to be crippled by it? Do we want to let life beat us and just go, oh, but it's not even, it's not even just letting it beat us. It's more the acceptance that we're not always going to win. Because I think so much of us get stuck with our inability to accept our own conditions, our inability to accept that things aren't going our way, that we might be unhappy, we might be stressed, we might feel insecure, we might feel anxious. And this is something that I journaled, and it might not even make sense, but I'm gonna share it anyway. So here's what I wrote. The most of the world is a prisoner to its thoughts. Most of the world gets caught up in what they think is gonna happen, or what people think of them, or how they think they should feel versus how they actually feel. When actually, and this is the next thing I wrote, most of the world needs to surrender to its thoughts because they're just thoughts, nothing more than we make of them. And I spend a lot of time judging myself on the thoughts I used to have, judging myself, thinking I should be feeling a certain way, but I'm not. And I think when you start to realize it's not your state of mind, or it's not your emotions that are the issue, it's your relationship with that state of mind, it's your relationship with the emotions that is the issue we can all have a bad mood there's nothing wrong with being grumpy and feeling like shit but what is wrong is beating yourself up and saying i should be feeling like this i should be i should be i should be when you start hearing shoulds that's coming from a place of often protection and scarcity and you're often beating yourself up whereas when you can learn to surrender to your thought 
and go, well, this is a thought. This is also going to pass. And there's going to be another thought. And there's going to be another thought. And I'm just recognizing that ultimately, we are just observers of this entire experience. And we can step back and go, well, is this really what I think it is? Is this genuine reality? Or what are the genuine facts? And let's just call a spade a spade. So I went down a lot of these uh, existential thoughts and these existential paths. Um, but ultimately, it was so fun. I absolutely loved it. And coming back now after having taken a week off and a lot of clients, you'll be really surprised when you tell a client, I'm going to take some time out. I've been working really hard and I need to recharge the battery. Literally all of our clients were so supportive, so grateful. Um, and I know a lot of coaches will be thinking, I can't possibly take a whole week off. It's just not possible. Start with one day, maybe two days, maybe three days or whatever. You don't have to go with a big week. It's taken me a long time to get to a week. I can't remember the last time. I haven't had a meeting for, I think, nine or 10 days, like anything in the diary. I haven't had that for years. So I haven't just, it's not like I've just dropped tools out of nowhere. It's taken me some time to get to this place where mentally, psychologically, structurally, we can get to that place. But I'd really challenge you to think, how can you take one afternoon off of nothing and then try that for a couple of weeks? And see, can you take a day off again with nothing? Time to be alone, time to be still. And then pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing that out and just seeing what starts to happen. Because for me right now, I feel so rested, I feel so calm, I feel so relaxed. And I still haven't actually logged into my TMP Instagram, I haven't logged into the emails, I haven't logged into any of that yet. But I'm so excited and ready. And there's gonna be some stuff in there where they're great things. There's also gonna be some puzzles in there, things where a few plates have probably been smashed while I'm away, and that's okay. But the energy, the focus, the clarity, the trust and the strength that I have from just taking that week off, I'm excited to go run into these puzzles. I'm excited to go and explore and see. And the clarity that I have coming up over the next month, three months, six months, now off the back of that trip, just feeling rested and ready, it's just incredible. I almost feel like back when I used to box, you'd uh you'd, you'd peak for a fight or for a tournament and then there's like this two three day period before the fight where you have a completely wound down so i used to like to take two three days of entirely off before a fight and i feel like everything's just completely rested i've done this huge training camp and i just feel so solid and so ready honestly i can't um stress enough that taking this time away to just be still be calm, be relaxed, and then go again. And the more that you take these strategically, that's once a month, three months, six months, nine months, whatever, the more you'll find that you start to get into a rhythm, you start to get into a flow, you start to feel a lot better. And this is really where consistency starts to come in. I also wanna make a quick special shout out to our Lola, who has now landed safe in the UK. I'm gonna be honest, Lola represents all the qualities and the DNA of a solid TMP drive member. For those who don't know who Lola is, uh, Lola is my right hand. She manages all of our, our marketing, she manages all of our operations, and she oversees everything. And for those that don't know Lola's story without going into too much of the detail, uh, she was based in Ukraine. And as you all know, with the Ukraine crisis, there's been an absolutely devastating and horrible, horrible, harrowing war that Russia has put into to Ukraine. So Lola's had to navigate that with two children, three and six, 
and having to get out of Ukraine was a puzzle and a big challenge. Getting back into Ukraine to go and get some documents was another thing. And she'd been relocating and moving around. And just throughout the entire process, she's been incredibly resilient. She's been able to solve puzzles. She's been able to use her boardroom of everyone around her to get strategic advice and, and find a way. Now she's finally safe in the UK. And uh, she's just done an incredible job. The podcast wouldn't exist without Lola. Our Instagram page wouldn't be running without Lola. There's so much of the back end that she's managing uh, for TMP and, and spotting puzzles as we go. It's just, just seeing her overcome all of these puzzles. And even throughout all of that, she was still working on TMP. I said to her, look, just, just carry on. It's fine. Like you don't have to work. It's okay. Like, we've got you covered. Just keep going, focus on that. And she said, well, TMP is number one, something that she absolutely loves. So that thing we spoke about earlier about meaning and purpose, she was able to tap into that. And she said, number two, it allows her to just focus and concentrate and just focusing on the next step. Because often we think long-term, we get stuck in all the different puzzles. But if you can focus on step by step by step and saying, I'll worry about that puzzle when I get to that point. I'll worry about that puzzle when I get to that point. She's done that incredibly well. So she's now safe in the UK, rebuilding her life and, uh, yeah, she's just an absolute superstar. And I'm so, so happy to hear that she's there. She's settling. She's happy. Um, so to be honest, team, that's pretty much it from me. It's been uh, just such an interesting, fun week. I've come back with just so many new perspectives, so much energy, uh, ready to ultimately go on and, and solve a series of puzzles and grow and expand and adapt and ultimately make TMP the best place it can be. While I was away, I read a, a book called Shoe Dog. And Shoe Dog is the story of Phil Knight. And Phil Knight was the guy who founded Nike. And I was kind of a little bit hesitant to read it because I was like, ah, oh, Nike's just a big corporation. Like, you know, is this just gonna be propaganda or whatever? But there were so many lessons in that book. And I often feel guilty for not reading because I'm not a big reader. I'll read the psychological literature if I'm studying or if I'm training or if I'm picking up more mindset, therapy and psychology qualifications. I'll read that without a doubt, but more general reading day to day, particularly with the last three to six months, I haven't actually had that time or made that time to just sit and read. And often my mind has been flying at a hundred miles an hour when I have been trying to read. So I was beating myself up about that. Um, but what I realized is I actually don't learn solely through books. I was trying to think, well, how am I still growing? How am I still adapting? How am I still getting better, stronger, faster? If I'm not reading books, that doesn't, compute. What I realized is my advisory team have not only have they read all of the books required in their very specific fields, but they're also giving me the advice and pulling out that knowledge and that wisdom, not just based on what they've read, but also what they've applied and, and, and executed on in the real world. And they're giving me that information there and then on the spot to help me solve specific puzzles that I'm going to overcome again and again. So that's a way to growth hack your, uh, your learning if you're struggle to read get a really solid advisory board that has done the reading and has the experience, then save you a lot of time, a lot of money. Anyway, reading Shoe Dog was super fascinating because Phil ultimately talked about it wasn't about the money for him. It was bigger. So he was a failed runner and he didn't hit the heights that he wanted to. And all of the founding team of Nike were all rejected by the world in certain ways. There was Woodall, who was a complete, it was an absolute nutcase, worked really, really hard, but just didn't quite make it on the track. Another of the founding team was in a wheelchair. 
yeah, he was so smart, so clever, so strong. And he was an up and coming athlete as well before he had an accident and he still worked his way through. And they all had a gritty resilience that they managed to push through. And it was ultimately that thing where Phil wanted to bring running to the world. He wanted to make running cool. He wanted to make running sexy. And at that time, only weirdos went running in the street. And actually, if you think about it today, that sounds so alien because you always see runners. People are running every single day. But Phil got to that place where he was competitive. He wanted to grow and he wanted to take running to the world. And that just completely blew my mind. Uh, so many learnings from that book. I'd strongly recommend having a read if you're in that early stage, sort of really starting to build and you start to realize that a lot of this stuff is about gritty resilience and tapping into that meaning and that purpose. That's something that you want to learn more about is how do you manage though? How do you pick up that gritty resilience? How can you manage those emotions? How can you build an identity that is filled with meaning and purpose? Then get in touch, either drop a comment below the podcast, drop us a DM, check out our website. Um, but I'm around reached the point of the podcast where I am just rambling. Um, so guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. Uh, as always, drop us a uh, like and subscribe in the podcast app, whether that's Spotify, Apple, uh, do leave us a rating and ultimately leaving you all with lots of peace and love. Mm.